0: Welcome to Ageless by Rescue. This podcast is devoted to exploring the science of rejuvenation, uncovering the most trusted experts, the must have products, innovations, and technology in the field of vitality, aesthetics, new beauty, and cosmetic enhancement. I'm Baha Etmanen, the founder and editor of Ageless by Rescue. Ageless by Rescue gives you unprecedented access to international and Australian experts and visionaries.
1: Hi, it's Miranda Kerr here on Ageless by Rescue podcast. Hi, this is Martha Kaye and you are on Ageless by Rescue podcast. I'm Trini Woodall. I mean, I feel I'm being interviewed by the sexiest woman in the world.
0: Lee Campbell is one of Australia's most beloved beauty experts. She is a podcast host, a beauty expert, a beauty journalist with nearly two decades of experience under her belt. She spent eight years working at Cosmopolitan magazine before becoming the head of lifestyle at HuffPost in Australia. Currently, Lee Campbell is the executive editor of Mamma Mia, Australia's number one women's media brand, whilst also being the host of the biggest beauty podcast, You Beauty. Lee is an expert voice to the Australian beauty and lifestyle world. Lee Campbell is an expert voice in the Australian beauty and lifestyle world. She's the one that even us experts dial in when we want to know what's the best product to try and what we should steer clear of. Her influence is actually quite extraordinary and it's her truthful, candid, humorous and always warm and inclusive tone that has made her a social media phenomenon. I was able to catch up with Lee while we were in lockdown to talk to her about her philosophy on ageless beauty, what she's learned from all these years in the beauty industry, what she thinks works and what she would never do again. You will love this episode with the beautiful Lee Campbell. And I'm so excited to introduce you to her for Ageless by Rescue podcast. I am with my beautiful ageless news, Lee Campbell. Welcome to Ageless by Rescue.
1: Bless you. I love you. Thank you for that intro.
0: I feel like we've had so many conversations about being ageless, about being thin, about being beautiful, about being good mothers, <laughs> about being good lovers. So you seem the perfect girl and expert
1: oh thank you I miss sitting next to you at events I miss events but yes many events over the years we've sat next to each other and shared our little secrets. so it's nice to chat on the podcast
0: you know what's really interesting is when I started going down the path of ageless it made me realize that that's actually what the beauty industry wants to talk about and what the Mm. wellness and you know vitality industry is alluding to but we We kind of dance around, you know, the theme.
1: Yes. Yeah. Well, anti aging is a dirty word now. You're not supposed to use that. So it's, there's all certain sort of ways you're supposed to talk about it without really admitting it. But hey, some of us don't want to age or show our age, and that's okay. Yeah. And,
0: you know, one of the things that I found is when I went down the rabbit hole, and it is a rabbit hole of biohacking. And, you know, peptides and um, infusions and all those things you can do in addition to the things that you and I love to talk about, which is, you know, the creams and the treatments, is that um, athletes and anyone in kind of in a performance enhancement space has been doing this stuff for 40, 50 years. And the end result is that they're ageless. And it's not yeah, a dirty But word. if
1: you want to do it for vanity, you're not allowed. <laughs> it's only if it's for performance. I love it. Correct. Very good information.
0: So I want to do it for vanity. I'm, I'm all about yeah. vanity. But I also I'm want to you. do it because I'm a 47-year-old mother to an 11-year-old. So I want to look young, feel young, be young for yeah. her.
1: And be what, around for her for as long as you can.
0: Why do you want to be ageless? What does it mean to you?
1: Look, it's interesting because I thought about how I feel about all of this um, since I knew I was coming on to chat and I don't necessarily want to be ageless in that I want to look young. I just want to look good for myself. I'm happy to have some lines and some wrinkles. I think, you know, I'm 40 next year. It's unrealistic for me to not have that, but I just want to look the most well-rested, and I'm not well-rested. I need to fake looking well-rested, but I want to look the most well-rested and the best that I can at whatever age I am I don't want to look like I looked when I was 20 but I just want to look really good and and healthy even if that means um pretending that I'm healthy
0: (laughs) and do you see that the link is really about vitality energy stamina um
1: thousand percent you know I'm pretty bad at all that stuff I don't exercise I don't particularly take care of myself in terms of a healthy diet um and I've just let life get in the way and I know that as a result, I don't feel as good. I don't look as good. All of those things. So I know it's all linked. It's just for me, um, like linking that chain back to getting in the momentum so that I am on a roll because when I am doing all of those things, I definitely look the best. I feel the best and it all feeds into each other. It's kind of little segments, but yeah, it's definitely all linked.
0: When did you kind of have an awareness of your beauty? Because I mean, you have a legion of fans, you have the number one beauty podcast in Australia and probably one of the leading beauty podcasts in the world now. Um, when were you aware that your beauty and your aesthetics inspires other people, not just your expertise?
1: Oh, gosh, what a question. Um I don't know. I mean, I never was into beauty growing up strangely. I wasn't into women's magazines or anything like that. I was quite a tomboy because I idolised my brother. And then I got into makeup in my late teens and sort of fell into this industry strangely. I'd studied interior design, so it it was never about me. It was all about pretty things but, like, pretty homes. And I don't know. That's such an interesting question. I don't even know if if that's what people follow me for and like me for, but I appreciate the compliment, Um, but I've, I've never thought of it like that.
0: Well, people want what she's having. That's the conversations that I always hear about you around you is that you're not only talking from a place of expertise, research, experience, but you're also the look, the feel, the vibe that other women want to have. And that's, I mean, it has to be because you wouldn't be as popular as you are across so many demographics without sure. embodying something that other people want to bottle
1: yeah I know what you mean and look I would never recommend something without genuinely trying it and genuinely loving it so I do definitely walk the walk I don't just talk the talk and I've you know there's plenty of treatments that I've tried and loved there's plenty of treatments I've tried and they did not work for me mm. um so yeah I guess my profile's a product of you know genuinely putting myself through all of these things and making sure that I I recommend them and then I think it comes full circle when people trust you and you build this trust in people because they know that you would never just take money to recommend anything even if it's an expensive treatment or expensive product that your reputation isn't worth doing that so I think that probably helps.
0: You work with a really diverse team of people I know Kelly is you know a lot younger than you then you've got me who's older than you and the whole team and when you're giving advice um, and you know to friends to family, to women who follow you, what are some of the tenets that you think are really important to mark off um, when you're giving you know lifestyle and lifestyle advice first and then we'll talk about beauty?
1: Um, I try not to give too much advice to people that are younger than me from where I am now because I think I used to hate it when old people did it to me as well and I also think that people need to learn on their own accord at their own time through their own experiences so in terms of lifestyle or life you know journeys and mistakes I just I sit back and try and help friends um but without projecting myself too much into the advice if that makes sense mm-hmm. and then people like me and my boss Holly who are both uh, they're both got big birthdays coming up 50 um I look to them I guess for so much advice because they're exactly where I want to be at their age you know they're killing it in terms of media they've got fantastic families they're very dynamic career women and I would say that they're the same with their advice actually they're very measured in that they will never tell me what to do and what not to do at this age because I think they know I'm at such a formidable time with my family and my career and will I have another child and what will I do with my life and so I can see sometimes they're thinking, "Mm, should I tell her to go this way or that way? But they'll often let me make my own mistakes. And I'm really lucky, both Holly and me are my bosses, but my really good friends and women I respect and look up to, um, to get advice, not just for career and for work, but for life. Um, But yeah, that's a really, that's such a thought provoking question. I think when you're offering advice to anyone, you can't, project too much of your own nostalgia into it if that makes sense I do because you then then it makes it about yourself
0: tell me when it came to beauty how have you evolved from your 20s into your 30s and now as you're going into your 40s tell me what and what were you after
1: I had I recently cut all my what When I say cut all my hair off, it was very, very long. And I went to Barney Martin in Surrey Hills who cuts my hair and he said, Lee Campbell, I remember when you started coming to me and you were 21 and you had pitch black hair. And I did. I had black, black, black long hair. I think my brows were over-tweezed at the time, but that was the look.
0: We all had stripper Um, brows for quite some time. We
1: did, right? It was okay. (laughs) I know. And the years I've spent trying to grow those back now is just honestly white. And that's what I give myself that advice. Probably not. I needed to go through that. Um, and my beauty has evolved, I guess at the peak of being, you know, um, beauty director at Cosmopolitan, it was very much about appointments and treatments and doing everything I could possibly do. Mm -hmm. Now I'm a mom with a toddler. I can't get to many appointments. So I really have a succinct routine. That's the exact essentials that I need to get to. I do a lot of stuff at home. I color my hair at home. Just because I can't get out, I don't have much time without my son and I don't want to spend time without him unnecessarily. Mm-hmm. So I think going from a maximalist in terms of beauty treatments mm-hmm. and appointments to quite minimal has been probably the biggest change. But I've just made that up with products. You should see my bathroom. It's just I call yeah. it my office because my husband's always like, what is going on in there? And I'm like, that's my office, you know. That's, that's my chemistry. Paperwork. Yeah, exactly, Absolutely. exactly
0: um when did you start having some serious treatments or anti-aging treatments
1: I first met the doctor that does my Botox when I was 27 and I remember that because it was my 27th birthday and Is I that was Dr doing Jeremy Dr Jeremy at Clinic. yeah he's gorgeous I love him he's love mad him. but divine yeah. um and the reason I remember is I was doing a trial of cool sculpt which is when they freeze your fat I'm sure many people that listen I've to done that. know what yeah we've done it all right? Yeah. And he was the the doctor doing it for me and I hadn't had any injectables or anything at that time and he did the um the cool sculpt and then I said oh you know I'm getting a few lines here and there and, and he said you should have a little bit of botox or he explained to me what a little bit of botox would do he didn't tell me I needed it. And I was like no I'm too young. Uh, and I didn't need it. But and how old were you exactly? 27. Okay, cool. 27. But I was still worshipping the sun at this stage because I thought I was invincible and I used to sunbake completely, you know, body oil, no SPF. Oh, my God, I can't believe I did that. Um, and so that was my first foray into he does what he calls baby Botox and it's just tiny little bit. Your face still moves. Everything's still, you've still got full expression. And so that's when I first sort of started what what I would call hardcore anti aging in terms of not just creams and serums but injectables, yep. and that was my first go.
0: So you talked about core sculpting. Um, was that the only body treatment you've ever had?
1: No, I did a lot back in Cosmo days of trialling um, cool sculpt. I did a lot of you know the. Um, is it not Fermage? I can't even remember the name. You can do Fermage on your body. Was it on my like, maybe. Look, honestly, I was doing something every second month and I hadn't done a lot in the last few years until about four or five months ago. I tried M Sculpt, which is relatively new. Um, I and I saw to it on the Ka-
0: Kerr and she loves it. She's so inspired. She will-
1: I saw it on the Kardashians. And so she does I- it. She
0: says she, it's the only thing that's really helped after three babies. I'm dying yes. to have it
1: yeah you. well that's that was the thing because i um for me like my body i was very happy with my body post baby i'm running around after a toilet all the time i have no problem with my body or my weight but i do tummy's always been my problem area mm. in inverted commas it's not a problem but you know what i mean the, the yeah. area i could improve so i did four sessions of it and i have to say it's extremely expensive it's about 1200 a session what i know and for half and a half an hour mm-hmm. session but my thought process was if i'm gonna try for a second baby it's really good at strengthening the core and i had mm. to have separation from pregnancy me too yeah and also it's great for fat loss and who doesn't want that let's face it and so i did the four sessions it's such a um unique feeling it literally feels like you're doing 10,000 sit sit-ups in a, half an hour it's not painful but it's pretty uncomfortable i must say but the results have been really great. So that was the latest thing that I did that I was like, wow. Cause I think you and I, you know, doing this for 20, 30 years, we see a lot of treatments come and go. We see a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds okay. Whereas this was quite unique to me. I hadn't seen it um, ever before. And that was the latest kind of body thing that, that, um, was a bit of a cheat that I think works. You know and what else works? Pilates, but I'm too lazy.
0: Do you think it's different to other, you know, treatments that do tensing and relaxing? Because it's quite expensive for... It's for so what, expensive.
1: For what yeah, is also I, do, I think for, when you think about it, you're spending two hours all up for the results. I do think it's, I mean, rel- whether it's worth it, that's relative depending yeah, on people's disposable course. income. But I do think that the results it promises are definitely a legit thing. If I have another baby, I'll be doing it again.
0: And what do you think makes you look the best? Like what's the best bang for your buck mm. treatment on your face? We've talked about your body on your face. What do you think is the one that you go?
1: Look, I will what? say baby Botox because I don't have any Botox in my face at the moment. <laughs> and I have a toddler who doesn't sleep. I feel about a hundred. Mm. And right now recording, we uh, we're in lockdown. So I did have to cancel. I hadn't had, I haven't had Botox for about a year. so And I had to cancel my appointment. And I'm absolutely devastated having said that i go to a place called bellamy's in double bay her name's karina and she does a treatment called the fairy dust treatment and it's a combination of a special laser that she has um, hyaluronic acid mask it's a, a few different things exfoliation and i always leave there my dehydration lines are really plumped my skin's really clear i just look like a sultana that's been put back into oil and i'm a grape again so if again, I can't get there at the moment, but if ever I'm just feeling really run down and really tired tired I'll get in for that treatment it's ninety minutes and immediately I look like I've been on a holiday or I look like I've had a lot of sleep, even if I haven't so those and those two combined are probably what I rely on most.
0: Have you ever played with filler?
1: Yes, I recently had <laughs> filler in my temples. I've Yes, because I learned about peanut head whereby when we age, yes. we lose the fat pads around our temples and that can make us look old. And so I had that probably, oh, I want to say five months ago. And look, it's, I liked it because it, no one would ever guess that you've got filler there. It's not a typical place to get filler. You're not getting bigger lips or bigger cheeks. Um, but it did make a big difference. It made my face look more youthful. I think I'm just looking to see if I need it again now. I can't remember what I looked like before, but when they, Dr. Jeremy suggested it, I thought, "Oh, that's a weird place." Like what? But it makes a massive difference. Another time I've experimented with filler, I was 22 or three, I want to say. Wow. There was a, oh yes, there was a new filler on the market, a permanent injectable implant. I won't mention the name, but it promised bigger lips forever. And I went and had it done. And then two or three days later, I had a horrific autoimmune response. My My entire face and lips were the size of a basketball. And long story short, I ended up having to have this ridiculous medication that was for cancer patients. And I ended up having to have my lips cut open and each tiny bead of it was like tweezed out yeah and and now if you go onto forums there's many many people that have had this to this type of filler it's not available anymore but stupidly at 22 i thought i was invincible brand new product sounded amazing Uh, and that's why you won't see me i'd love to get my lips just a tiny little bit because i've aged quite a lot in that area my lips are quite thin and wrinkly but i think after
0: that oh thank you
1: compared to how they used to be you know Mm. how you don't notice because day by day, you just you know, slowly age or whatever it may be. And then you look at a photo of yourself at 25 and you're like, oh, right, yes, that, that was a lot of collagen. Um, but yeah, I'm just too frightened to have anything done in my lips. I don't want a big lip look, but I just mm. think after that because it was quite horrific. And still to this day, if I get very, very run down and sick, I'll still get the autoimmune response in my lips will oh, up a bit because there's obviously a bit of the product left in there. Wow. So if there's a brand new um injectable on in the market let lots of other people test it first <laughs> that's that's my tip
0: and what about um supplements are you are you taking mm-hmm. anything for you know your skin for your beauty for your sex drive what are you doing
1: oh god I should take my I take it all drive, I don't do you yeah, I, up until recently I dabble because as you know you and I get sent lots of different things like all oh, that sounds good and I take it for a few days or a few weeks and then I'm just I'm quite lazy when it comes to beauty, I must say. Mm. And that's why I'm always looking for something that works with minimal effort. And then about four months ago, I was like, right, I'm doing this. And so I started taking collagen twice a day. And probably at the two-month mark, I was like, okay, this is working. My na- I like to keep my nails short and natural. And my yeah. nails were growing so quickly. And I was like, oh, it's the collagen. And my nails are strong and thick. My hair's growing fast. There's an overall radiance to my skin. So the brand I've been taking is Vitaglow. Oh, yeah, everyone really impressed. Yeah, I love it. I think Anna, who is the founder, is a really inspirational um, businesswoman and I really like the way she runs her business. Uh, And so I think that's also important if you're going to support a a brand like that. And, yeah, it's made a massive difference. So I'll keep taking collagen now. Also because it's easy, I just put it in my water. Yep. I find capsules and stuff too tricky uh, or just too, I forget. If I can put something in my water and drink it throughout the day. So that's the only thing I take religiously occasionally i'll take uh, magnesium for bed i use a magnesium spray at bed at bedtime just because i've got i'm a terrible sleeper i used to take it because or i used to use it because i used to exercise but at the moment i've fallen off that wagon um but it's just a nice ritual i just spray it on the back of my knees and on my feet they're probably the only things that i do religiously Mm. and then whatever's new that comes across my desk i'll give it a crack for a while and then if I don't see the results or if I just can't live older, then I stop using it.
0: You, well, you are a renowned snack influencer and I've been influenced <laughs> by your snacks quite a few times. But do you have kind of like a, um, a beautifying, yeah,
1: you know, vitality treatment? Because most of my snacks that I like to review, my criteria is that they need to be from a mass supermarket and be in the unhealthy aisle. I don't do healthy snacks. But I must say the ones I love, Kira Rumble, who is an influencer, she's got the crumbled bars Mm. and they're uh, they're infused with collagen. I don't eat them because of the collagen. I eat them because they're genuinely delicious. And if I'm trying to be relatively healthy or I've eaten really badly you know over a period of time I will have one of those with a cup of tea in the afternoon instead of three scotch fingers which would normally be my go-to and it's the added bonus is they've got collagen in them but they are actually yummy whereas you know a lot of those kind of healthy bars just taste a bit like you know chemical play-doh these Mm. don't they're awesome so they're my go-to if I'm trying to you know if I've been really busy I'm trying to be healthy I have some in the car even my son eats them I don't know if he's supposed to I give Lily
0: collagen snacks.
1: There you go. I mean, if I'm eating something and I'm driving and he's like, mummy, what's that? Of course, I've got to give it to him. Have a nibble. Yeah, exactly. That's my go-to.
0: Do you do juicing, fasting, any kind of special tonics or rituals? Once I did
1: do intermittent fasting, I was going to a girlfriend's wedding. God, it's five years ago now in Capri. And it was obviously the middle of winter here and it was Capri. And I did do intermittent fasting. I did 5-2. Yep. And so obviously on the, the two days, you do 500 calories, which was really hard. And on the five days, I found that the two days made me really want to work hard on the five days to eat really healthy, what should I eat? And I felt amazing. You know, I did lose a bit of weight, which is oftentimes what people do it for, but I have to say the sharpness and clarity in my mind was amazing I think also because I wasn't drinking you know it was this whole kind of wellness cycle Mm. I only did it for six weeks so for me it was sustainable because I'm not good at long-term things yeah but I felt incredible and I look at those photos and I think I felt really happy and I was proud of myself and so oftentimes I think oh I should do that again I should give myself a six-week challenge um but maybe I'll do it when lockdown's over not right now
0: do you and Richard have kind of things that you do together from a health and well being perspective? And do you think it's easier when you do it as a family?
1: He loves working out, he absolutely he's loves an accurate, it. Right, he, yeah. Well, he just like he's really good at, at yeah. having forethought and thinking, I'm going to feel this good after it. Mm. Whereas I'm the procrastinator, I'm like, oh, I can't be bothered, and I don't really think about how I feel later. So we have quite different exercise um, regimes and philosophies. But on the weekend, we're both really active because we'll take the kid out and it's generally just to exhaust him so he sleeps. So we do a lot of just walking and talking. Um, And that's probably what we do together. And then we'll both look at our fitness watches and be like, wow, we just did 15,000 steps or whatever. So it's not that it's... um, We're not doing it on purpose, but we just, I think our weekends are very active in that way, which is a really nice way to connect
0: and what about um, grooming products and beauty products? Do you share? Have you introduced him to kind of looking after he his skin and well-being better?
1: Loves it. Loves it. So I have the Omni Luxe at Home mask, which I use when I remember. But, again, just, <laughs> I'm lazy and I'm tired by the night time. I just want to go to bed. But oftentimes he'll come out and say, can I use the, blue, uh, the red thing? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, go use the red thing. He loves using the red thing. And then I, can, I catch him taking selfies and sending to his friends. Um, he's really good with his skincare. He's got that beautiful Greek skin. That's just the perfect amount of oiliness that he doesn't really age. And, you know, when men get nice wrinkles, they just look great.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so he does what I tell him to do. Um, and then his fragrance collection is probably bigger than mine. He's obsessed. He's obsessed with Tom Ford. He's, he's just obsessed with fragrances. He probably have about 40. So that's wow. his like beauty um, thing. Yeah. It's very cute.
0: I love that. And do you think that, um, you know, because he's got an athletic background, he was a former football player, right?
1: Yeah, not professionally, but he he still plays footy. Um, He still plays footy when he's allowed. But, yes, he's obsessed with um, like all footy and fitness and all that sort of stuff.
0: So do you think it's kind of nice and easier to get him on board if you are going to have a health kick and you're kind of both going to commit to it? Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's good because if I want to have a health kick, he's a thousand there for me because i will come up with every excuse why i can't go for a walk i can't get to pilates Uh, you know the toddler or this and that and he's like i'll take the toddler it's all good he'll almost force me into being healthy which as an aries i don't like because i'm like well you tell me to do one thing and i'm going to do the other um but yes if i'm trying to get back on the wagon he's my biggest supporter and biggest motivator which is which is really good actually i must say and he he likes to eat a lot healthier than i do he was raised to not eat the chicken skin on barbecue chicken. He'll, he'll throw that out, whereas that's basically the only part I want to eat. <laughs> um, so it's good to be around him because he's generally at a higher level of, level of wellness than I am, if that makes sense. Yeah,
0: yeah, I do. <clears throat> Are you skincare or makeup? Which is your favourite?
1: Oh, gosh, what a question.
0: Choose a child. <laughs>
1: I know. I'd have to say skincare now. Had you asked me 5, 10 years ago it was definitely makeup. Mm. But I think my lifestyle's changed now, my needs have changed. I'm trying to reverse a lot of the damage I did back then when I sunbaked and all mm. that sort of stuff. Um I used to go out a lot more and have a more of a social life, so makeup was really big for me. I still love makeup, but day-to-day day, I would reach for far more skincare products than I would makeup products now. And so I think just my life stage and my age, I'd have to say, skin.
0: And if you weren't getting sent things, where would you go to for getting the right skincare for your skin type?
1: Ooh, amazing! Um, again, I have to say, Bellamere's, um, my friend Karina at Bellamere's in Double Bay, because she does with every consultant consult when you go to see her. She does a scan and she checks your um collagen levels and hydration levels and all those sorts of things and i think it's really great because it's very evidence-based yeah um even oftentimes now I'll say okay i'm starting this skincare routine let's scan me before and after and she can see the results of whatever brand i'm using it might not be the brand she recommends but she will be my actual scientific test case by what she'll test, you know, if a range is working on me. So if I wasn't in this industry, I'd go and see her. Yeah. I'd just go and see anyone reputable that understands understand skin health. Sure, they might stock a certain brand or brands, but that they're going to put your skin health above pushing product. I think that a lot of regular people get confused because they'll go to one place that only stocks one brand and pushes that to the nth degree. Whereas I think if you can find an expert that's more about you, I think that that's really important.
0: And what role do you think people like you and I have in the, in the space in between? Because I mean, we're experts in the, in that we have experience, but we're not skin therapists. We're not, qualified. We're not doing, Yeah. yeah. Um, do you, do you think listening to people like us, there's a, a a place for it or should we do it more for, you know, for fun and the, you know, the fairy dust, but the mm. building blocks should be professionally prescribed.
1: Sure. I mean, I think it depends on the individual person. I think if someone has generally good skin and they just want to try something new or they want to treat, mm. absolutely to people like us who are industry experts but not skincare experts, we're yeah. not um, qualified in skin. I think if you've got you know severe acne or any sort of really debilitating issue that's causing you trauma, absolutely go to a qualified skin expert, dermatologist, whatever it may be. I mean, I think it's testament to you, beauty, the podcasts success is that it's problem and solution two people call in every episode and we answer theirs. obviously we're never going to recommend prescription medication or um, answer a question that is beyond our means but oftentimes it'll just be you know I wear glasses and my makeup smudges you know what's the best mascara or I've heard vitamin c is really great what's a good one under $50 so I think that there's a place for people like you and I in problem and solution-based beauty but I think if someone has a proper issue, then they they need to go to a doctor and go to the pros. Um,
0: you and I have talked about, um, you know, high-low in fashion and high-low in beauty. Where do you splurge and where do you reckon it's what, just save?
1: Yeah. Okay, high-low I love because I think... Finally, you can be proud about using a $3 lip balm and you can put it on your Instagram and you don't have to kind of hide it in your handbag. It's like, it's, I'm so proud to find bargains, probably more so than I am to recommend it, an expensive product because that's easy. <coughs> um, for what we call savies on the podcast, I'm obsessed with iHerb. iHerb's a big American yeah. online store that's basically, it's kind of like a health food store, but it's got so much makeup and, and skincare. I do a problo- an order probably once a month and I just buy random things. Honestly, the finds I've found on there, this is $7 foundation. I'll send you a link if you'd like to include it. It's one of the best foundations I've ever used. It's $7. So I go on there and I also love going to Chemist Warehouse and Priceline. I just love looking around a pharmacy. Me too. I don't know. Even when I, when I travel overseas, it's the first place I go is the pharmacy, no matter where I am. Splurge um, for me would probably be fragrance. I still okay. purchase fragrances, even though we're very lucky to receive um receive many to trial I just think fragrances candles that sort of sensorial mm. I'll always splurge on that and even like a bougie body wash I love a fancy like a Chanel body wash or something like that you just feel a bit special when you use it
0: and do you rotate your skincare makeup fragrance routine often
1: yes definitely so I have a little marble plate in my Bathroom and on that is my weekly whatever I'm testing weekly because we recommend so many products on the podcast I have to trial a lot mm. um, because a lot I try I wouldn't recommend so to find enough to recommend uh, I rotate makeup the most obviously because I think you can tell if a makeup product's going to work with you for you after one or two wears you know you know if you like a mascara oh, yeah. you know if a foundation wears well skincare less often because oftentimes you need to give it. You know some time to work but i can often tell from skincare if i like it from a sensorial purpose from the first or second time i've used it you know does it peel does my makeup sit okay is it right for my skin type if the answer's no i'll move on if the answer's yes then i'll keep with it to see if i'm enjoying it and if the results that they promise are, are coming um, so yeah i'm mixing it up a lot and sometimes it's to the detriment of my skin i tried a product oh gosh about a week ago now and I had the most horrific breakout. It was a makeup product, believe it or not, but I had such bad breakout that I'm just healing it now. And I we know all the things to do. So I stopped everything, went back to basics to try and fix this breakout. But I think people don't realize that we do put our face on the line. You know, sometimes something sounds really good and it's just not, or it's just not right for us. And so mm. half the time we've got really good skin or me personally, I've got really good skin and half the time I don't because a <laughs> product that I've tried hasn't been right. And then I'm trying to fix it.
0: Do you have a Hall of Fame um, skincare products that you repeatedly go back to?
1: Yep, my favourite retinol product. It's um, by a brand called Beauté Pacific. Not many people know about I think. I Gainy. use their
0: primer. I love that primer. Oh, Have there you tried you like
1: go. the oil primer? Yeah, it's beautiful, it's the one in the blue bottle. Yep,
0: yep, it's gorgeous.
1: Um, so there's a, it's called Super Booster 3, but there's two types. You need the clinical one that's got the blue and red packaging. You can buy just the regular one with the blue packaging off Adore Beauty. That's not it. You need the clinical one. It's such a beautiful retinol. It's really easy to use. No... Um, You don't need to buffer it. It's no irritation, and it's you just wake up feeling really glowy and delicious. It's not that expensive. I think it's about one hundred and twenty dollars, which is a lot of money, but for you know an effective clinical skincare product, it's really good. I it came to mind because I literally cut open a tube last night and was like trying to dig out the last of it. So I love that. What else? Probably it cosmetic CC cream. All of us. All of us. I just always go back to that, and you know, I love trying new base products. I really love foundations and tinted creams, but I find myself going back to that all the time. So Mm. I think that's probably if I'm going to two shades. No, I'm just light. Believe it or not, I'm quite olive, but I'm quite fair, so I just Mm. wear light. And then in summer, I just warm it up with a bit of cream or uh, all powdered bronzer.
0: And in terms of body products do you do you use nice body products do you use any body products
1: yeah so my new year's resolution on the podcast we make a beauty new year's resolution and mine this year was to take better care of the skin below my boobs because I'm just like I said before I'm lazy i'm tired it's either winter and you're too cold and so i was like right i am going to really look after my body hydration and i've really been trying and you know what it works like obviously it works but you have to be diligent with it so now when i get out of the shower or the bath i try to hydrate as soon as i can while my skin's still warm and damp i really love the biology serum it's a face and body serum it's so beautiful on the face it's really restorative it um it almost feels like a liquid honey it's hard to explain really unusual texture really really effective um there's another brand called quid i think this is how you pronounce it quid skincare Q E D. it's a, a lady out of sydney and she it's formulated for extremely sensitive skin but they do what it's called a body butter yeah, I Q-E-D, like
0: it's, it's lovely
1: yes there it's you go. lovely
0: she's a pharmacist Isn't
1: it? there you go okay so <clears> i a first tried this body product it's almost like a body like like it's like a hard oil and it comes in a jasmine fragrance but it's still for sensitive skin that is so nourishing and hydrating so they're the two that i've been alternating in winter that are actually doing something i mean i think a lot of body products some you know i feel like some moisturizers work for the 12 hours you've got them on or whatever it might be but i feel like these are actually nourishing the deeper layers of the skin and hydrating my body if that makes sense And then body scrub wise, I'm a bit of a tart when it comes to body scrubs. I'll just use anything. (laughs) I just tried the goop one that I actually really liked, but I didn't want to like it because I don't like goop, but it's a nice body scrub. Uh, Yeah, I'll just, whatever's going, as long as it doesn't make too much mess in my bathroom.
0: And do you do anything for your teeth? Because teeth is such an easy win to make you look instantly younger, prettier.
1: I don't, you know, because I'm You've terrified of teeth. the dentist. Oh. I had braces when I was young. Mm. And then it, they've gone straight back to how they were before. Because no 15-year-old is going to wear their retainer when they want to yeah. meet boys. Uh, I've never had whitening. I Actually, when I met my husband, this is quite disgusting, but he's mentioned my teeth and I said, oh, you know, I haven't been to the dentist since I had my braces off when I was 15 and I met him when I was 31. That's how much I'm terrified of the dentist. I know. So he now makes me go every six months to his dentist who I adore, who knows I'm terrified, who's very gentle, (coughs) but no, besides getting a six monthly clean, that's all I do. I'm too scared of the pain of whitening. No, it's not for me.
0: And did you cut your hair because you thought it would make you look younger or it would suit you more? Or why did you cut your hair?
1: I just it grew so long that it was I liked it when I did it but I did it once a fortnight because it was such a mission to blow dry and curl and do all of the things and I'm just too busy so I was wearing this lovely hair up in a knot the whole time yeah so I wanted a style that was more um, user-friendly I guess that I could just actually do and then feel half put together rather than just wearing a bun so it was Pretty much for my lifestyle, I guess. I think it looks makes me look slightly older. I feel a bit like a soccer mum, but I do love it, and it's easier to wash. And it's there's not as much knots, and there's not as much hair going down the drain. I get a lot of hair shed. I think a lot of women do, but yeah, I swear I don't know how I have any hair left on my head after I wash shampoo. I'm like, where is what the hell? Um, but yeah, it was probably just a lifestyle thing.
0: To wrap it up, I'm going to ask you if you could go back and give Lee some amazing beauty advice to take her through her 20s now to her 40s um now that you know better what would it be
1: oh god i've got a couple i wouldn't get that horrific lip filler i wouldn't get any of the five tattoos that i've got because i hate them all and i want to have them removed but i don't think the technology is quite there yet i want to wait till it's a little less painful and a little faster And to wear sunscreen earlier because now I'm so diligent with my sunscreen, but I didn't start that till my early 30s. I wish had I started that in my early 20s, you know, it would be a whole different game. So can I tell younger Lee all those things?
0: Yes, all of the above. And (laughs) if you could invent the ultimate beauty rejuvenation um, thing, product, what would it be? what would it do it
1: it exists it's just extremely expensive at home led but for body Body. so yeah if I could get one of those for an affordable price I would sleep in it I think every solarium should be converted to an led bed uh, just for the rejuvenation purposes of your whole body and I know a couple of places that have them I think that we'll see a lot more happening in that space but I desperately want one for home
0: but I don't have a spare half a million dollars. I know right well I can't wait I'm so excited to be doing this with you and um, I love to hear your secrets and I love that you are so generous with all the things that you've experienced and you recommend. Um, I've definitely been influenced by you in the past and I'm sure I will be in the future and um, it was wonderful to speak to you. Thank you for sharing your ageless story with me.
1: Oh, you're amazing.
0: Thank you for having me. You're the best. Ageless by Rescue is brought to you by Rescue Me Academy. Reignite Your Relationship course. Love your relationship but miss the early days? You're not alone. This course will teach you how to identify your issues, stop the fighting, find what you need to be happy, re-spark intimacy and keep the lines of communication open. Join us at rescuemeacademy.com.au to learn more about the program and to download your first free lesson. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and if you did, please share and rate this episode. I'd love that. I'm Baha Etmanen, your host and founder of Ageless by Rescue. For more exclusive content, show transcript, behind-the-scenes video, real people reviews and extended interviews with experts... I invite you to please follow us at Ageless by Rescue on Instagram, Facebook and Rescue TV on YouTube. You can also sign up to receive our e-magazine and newsletters all for free.